This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Nick Cody and Danny McGinlay. I wonder what we're going to talk about with them. Mm. But before that, we need to let you know that uh, we have a few live shows coming up that you may be interested in. If you're in Melbourne and you're listening to this as soon as it's come out, this Saturday, October the 21st at the Croxton Park Hotel. Carl, what are we doing? Well, we are doing, we have got our, our most uh, what celebrated, our most popular pairing. We've got Lawrence Mooney and Fiona Lachlan together live on stage. It's going to be brutal, it's going to be dark, it's going to be, most of all, very funny and there's going to be a lot of stuff left on the cutting room floor, I think. I reckon you've got a lot of work ahead of you after mm, that show. I'm looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, but we've been hyping this for a while and it, it it looks now, I mean, we're doing this like, what, a few days before the gig. It's going to, it's a huge chance of being sold out by the time we get to show day. So it, is, it is going to be very full. So if you're, if you're thinking, oh, I don't want to go in case... You know, I don't want to be the only person there. Wow, you are fucking wrong. <laughs> there is going to be so many people there. And if you were thinking you'd be right to just sort of cruise in on the day because we've been saying that it's a super huge venue, you may not you know, you may not be lucky. So buy a ticket in advance just to uh, hedge your bets there. Yeah, it's going to be heaps of fun. We've got a few little surprises. Um, it's going to be a very fun show. So Yeah, we've um, been putting stuff together this week and it's going to be – we've got heaps of extra stuff planned beyond just those two going off, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Real bang for your buck. Mm. Uh, uh, following that, we have us doing our live show over in Perth, November the 19th, a Sunday afternoon. Uh, this is the, what's this, like the fourth year we've done this? Maybe, fourth or something fifth. like that. Yeah. Um, always a fun time in Perth, always a jam-packed room full of you guys. The, the WA contingent always comes out in full force, so we're very much looking forward to that. Some great guests joining us for that one, uh, so jump onto that. That is at the, what's the name Rosie of Rosie O'Grady's. Rosie O'Grady. So we've, be, we've been there a few times. It's in Northbridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good venue. They look after us. You guys keep multiplying in numbers every year. So looking forward to that happening again. And then what? The next week, as uh, we go back on the road, we're in Canberra for our second ever show in Canberra. Yes, uh, the Canberians came out in full force last year. So we figured we'd, we'd better we'd better do it to them again. Uh, yes, Saturday, November the twenty fifth, we are driving up. Uh, huge special guests. It's going to be once again a very fun show. Very much looking forward to that. And as we've mentioned several times. A significant venue upgrade for us this time, so that's that's worth looking forward we're, to. We're no longer doing a podcast in someone's cubby hut. It's <laughs> it's going to be in an actual venue, like a brand new, nice, sparkling, mm-hmm. modern sparkling. venue. Sparkling, yeah. <laughs> I put that on the rider. It must sparkle our venue. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be heaps of fun. Come check that out. All of these live shows, you can find tickets littledumdumclub.com. That is also the place to find our merchandise. We have, uh, and as a little bit of a teaser off the back of those live shows, we are about to announce. A couple more. Yes. So this time, this time next week, this time next episode or the episode after, we we might have two, we might have three Ooh. new live shows. I can't think what the third would be, but I look forward to finding out. I, I'll tell you after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going to be great. Yeah, all of that, littledumdumclub.com. We've got T-shirts there. Uh, there's a new design about to go up pretty soon after this live show on Saturday that we've made up kind of uh, to sell at that gig. You can also find the links to our Patreon, which is a way of supporting the show if you feel so inclined. 
it is very much appreciated. You can chip in and get a bunch of rewards every month, including the chance of having your name read out on the show, which we now do at the end of the episode, so stick around to hear that. And, of course, you get bonus episodes and bonus magazines mm-hmm. that we painstakingly put together, which we're in the midst of right now. So um, get on to that, but hang around after this episode to hear um, another half hour or so of content, including the chance to have your little – it's like Tats Lotto, but for yes. names. You might have your little name read out. Uh, but you- in the meantime, enjoy this new episode with Nick Cody and Danny McGinley. Hey, mates, welcome into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and sitting across from me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Should I leave that little bit in that you said before? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's on the recording. I can cut it out or I can leave it in. Cut it out and put it at the end. <laughs> what have Very you like? fitting. What have you like? Um, now, I feel like I should issue a bit of a disclaimer up the top of this episode. Now, you like to, you, you want to keep the show kind of accessible to anyone whenever they come in. Mm. But I feel like for the next couple of months, we are going to have to issue a content warning. Yes. If you haven't heard the live from Sydney episode, yes. stop this now and go back two weeks and listen to that. Yes. Is that fair? That's very fair. I might go back and listen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what happened. People are coming up to me going, oh, I remember when this happened. I'm like, nah, I had drinks. <laughs> uh, well, so should we get our guests in? Sure. Uh, first of all, you know him as being a king in the air. It's Nick Cody. Yay! Yeah. You forgot the second bit. <laughs> What's the second Cunt bit? Cunt on the ground. Yeah, yeah I was leaving that for you. Oh, I thought we were going to tag team that one. No, no, yeah, no, no, shit no. beach volleyball team, you guys. <laughs> and you know him. Metaphorically and literally. <laughs> and you know him as cutting up the oranges for the halftime at the football. I don't know anything about sports. I know it's something that you do that's guy, related to that. The guy that writes Roses are Red. Carlton are blue. Who gives a fuck? Run through this and play footy. <laughs> right. Nothing that good, though. Yeah. Really spiralled out at the end. <laughs> I stand by it. Pretty hard. I liked it. It's the circles, Danny McGinley. Okay. <laughs> More TV work than anyone in this room this year, but you still yeah. go on the circle. You yeah. bet I am. Yeah. And you know why? Because of reactions like that. That's why I keep doing it. <laughs> well, speaking of the circle, what, what was annoying about being, uh, you know, getting the shout out on the Sydney Opera House? You're welcome. You're welcome. It was uh, it, not that I was falsely accused <laughs> of not getting Carl Chandler uh, a, a, a wedding present. Hang on, it hang wasn't, on. It wasn't me that didn't get him a gift. It was the one-armed man. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a tight ass. he cut one of his arms off. Yeah, the McFugitive. <laughs> one one so, of my so, circle cohort. Host. Yumi Steins goes, yeah, he's a cunt. Yeah. Fucking hell. A little bit of context, like we said up the front. Nah. Go back and listen to that old episode or know this, that uh, the, a couple of episodes ago we I did make a big call out on this, at the Sydney Opera House. Uh, I listed the 12 people that came to my wedding that did not bring a present. So you, I did list you yes, because it, because it was all recorded in the canon at the last second. I and found the, out and you hadn't and, 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 and I texted my, my wife and she said, <laughs> No, Danny gave, Danny gave her a present and yeah. then she goes, what have you? What are you doing? <laughs> it was a late, it was you rushing to the nuke button and then a call coming through. They've yeah. surrendered. There's no yeah, need yeah, to yeah. launch this. But you're just like, fuck it, I'll do it anyway and see what happens. Kim yeah. Jong-il has said, no, no, actually, you're quite smart, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then, no, you, you worded it differently. You said, no, no, then my wife rang me and said, we found Danny's card. Right. Like I'd hidden it from you, wackily. Yeah. Yep. Which which paints a which paints a picture of 
your wife just has nothing to do when you go away, but just sort through admin and just leaf through papers. No, apparently she she knew the whole time, but something just clicked in my head and went, I've got this funny feeling. <laughs> she knew the whole time. I have funny feeling McGinley's not a cunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Trust that instinct occasionally, Carl. This is like a Tarantino movie. There's so many twists. She knew all along. <laughs> I have worn your stupid T-shirt on two TV networks this year. You've also hey. given about eight of them away for free at our show last year. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so technically, I'm in front money-wise in this whole picture muzzle. <laughs> so anyway, Danny, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome for all of <laughs> to that. Be mentioned on the, at to, the Opera House. To be invited to my wedding and <laughs> and for your wife to be invited, yeah. unlike my wife, at your wedding. Well, Tommy, when you spe- when you Tommy sp- weren't that close then. When you specifically said, <laughs> and this is this is this magic little thing about Danny McGinley where when people say to me, "What's oh, Danny was really weird to me. I'm like, nine out of ten times... <laughs> Danny McGinley is this? great and then one out of ten he's got this autistic bit where he doesn't understand how relationships work and he goes, which this is a great example because when you invited me to your wedding you go, oh, I'd love you to come to my wedding. Not your girlfriend. She is not invited. I'm like, okay, all right. Said, I'm hey, really that's sorry, mate, but there's probably no room for your girlfriend. I mean, uh, we're not saying your wife's name or Dasselow, which was a hilarious joke. Everyone oh, right. applauded. Well, yeah. You know, I, I missed out on McGinley's oh, yeah, wedding for a, a worse reason. You think I was a cunt at yours, Carl. <laughs> McGinley said, I'll give you an invite to my wedding if you can tell me my fiance's name. <laughs> Oh, here not we bad. go, all these fucking hoops to jump through, you cunt. Just an invite or not. Uh, we not bad. All the, all the conditions of entry right down the bottom in four point. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not fair. fair. It's, not, it's, not, it's actually not bad if you want to weed great... out. Because I imagine, as I know from friends who've had weddings, it is a lot of stress, like organising the invite list and who are you obligated to invite. It's yeah. like if they can't name 100% of the people that are up there if, at the if, altar. If I'd I had, had that to... rule, I couldn't have invited Fiona because I would have said, <laughs> what's, what's my name? And she would have been out. I would have. She doesn't I would know have, her name. She would have read the invite. I would have Who's feigned. Fiona in this house? Well, Fiona's lucky. <laughs> I would have feigned ignorance just to get out of it. Uh, Bill, uh, Rodney. Oh well, guess I'm staying at home that night. <laughs> An invite for June Northern would have kept me off the ledge. But, uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of people, uh, a lot of fans of this show, seeing these names pop up in the episode description and getting very excited. And, and I imagine this. So this is what the next. We, we, you know, we're sort of seeing ahead to the next couple of months of the show what it's going to be. Is people, a lot of people in the comedy community, this sent shockwaves through the industry, mm. very yeah. desperate to come in here and get their right of reply. A few people. No, what I like is that you find out who listens to the show or who, you know. I, I would have thought more listeners would have dobbed in other guests of the show. But yeah. so I seem to cop it heaps, but my <laughs> one wasn't that bad. Like my call out. Harley really took the wind out of your sound. It was like you were going to throw a water bomb at me. And he's knocked the water bomb out of your hand. He's flown back from Europe and the water bomb's on the floor and then you just have to go... Yeah, yeah. Good analogy, mate. Uh, (laughs) They had a water bomb and then they didn't. Yeah. (laughs) That was real bad. Much Um, like life itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but but you listen. So you're always going to find out. So you listen and and, and Dilra more than listens, turned up to the thing he wasn't supposed to be at. So right. he, he was going to find out. Yeah. But I feel like there's a, there's a bunch of people that are... Did Dill show up to the opera house? Mm. Yeah. And he wasn't on? Yeah. Fucking well, hell. he was on in the end. Yeah. It, there's not, you don't, you're not left with a lot of options when yeah. a guy calls you and goes, I'm going to fly myself up yeah. and I, be there for I it. believe that's why he's on Have You Been Paying Attention. He just, <laughs> he just turns up and goes, yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'll pay for the cab in. I yeah. don't care. I'm generous that way. I'm generous. I'm helping. And then the joke they'd make on Have You Been Paying Attention is he drove the cab in. Yeah. <laughs> do oh. they do that on there? They love a bit of cab. That's our shtick. 
Yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> that, these cunts get off? No, ours is fat. <laughs> yeah, they, I feel they, like we... They can have racist. We'll have body shaming. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's weird, though, because I, I work behind the scenes on Have You Been Paying Attention, and the audience, they, there's some really strong comedians and they're doing some great stuff. But the thing that audience love is as soon as someone implies that Sam Pang looks like Kim Jong-un, they just go nuts for that. It's uh, so odd. I wish we were that highbrow as working dog. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds really good. They're geniuses, mate. They're yeah. just geniuses. They get it. They get comedy. They're, they're actually good people put, to work for. Put that one in the pool room. That's a, that was a, that's a great one. <laughs> Have I, told, I don't know if I've told the story of one of the first times I worked for Working Dog. Uh, I was in. A, I was working on a show called Santo Sam and Ed's Total Football. So mm-hmm. it's a By the way, show. people at home, when Danny says, yeah. when I work for Working Dog, that's a lovely way of saying I did the warm-up at the start. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Do you guys want me to tell the water balloon analogy? <laughs> <laughs> But you guys, have you guys watched the castle like heaps? Did you do warm up for the castle? (laughs) (laughs) I did. Every every cinema in Australia was a great month. Guys, when he says dreaming, we all clap. Pretend you've never seen these gates being pulled off a house before. Yeah. Come on, no, he's guys. doing it on the set. Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Bonnie Doom. <laughs> oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> yes, I have watched it a lot and I've watched it recently. All right, so I'm in a room watching uh, a soccer match with Rob Sitch next to me. And I've never met Rob before, but we're having a, he's a lovely guy. We're having a chat. And he goes, I'm just not sure about the, the you know, he's talking about a controversial free kick. And he goes, it's just not the vibe. It's just not oh. the vibe of sport. Now, if that's anyone else, you go, yeah, it's not Marbo. Yeah. And but it gone, but he wrote that scene. Yep. Is this a test? Yeah, Is yeah, he, yeah. And he goes, it's just not the vibe. the vibe. And he says the vibe like eight times in two wow. minutes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Going, so is he trying to suss you out? Is he obsessed know. with his own work or I, was that I had thing, no idea. Is I that something that cool. he said for ages before is, and then is, put into the is film? Is this like when you meet Sasha Baron Cohen and he starts going, that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? That must be like when listeners meet you and you're just going off about people and they're yeah. like, oh, he's doing the bit from the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, you yeah. know who Isla Fisher is? Because yeah. I call her my wife. Yes. <laughs> I, asked, I didn't say anything. I played it cool. I was like, yep, yeah, we'll do that. Two years later, I feel confident enough with Rob to go, hey, first time I met you, you said, you kept saying vibe. Was that a test? And he gave me such a look and he goes, why, why is that a test? And I go, vibe, you know, in the castle. From the dish. Chandler, the remember vibe. before when vibe. you said one out of ten times Danny has <laughs> autism? <laughs> <laughs> remember two years ago when you said a quote from your movie that you wrote during yeah. soccer? Yeah, no, when you're you a fucking a... idiot. <laughs> when you were a kid, did you get like a Was tenth a of a vaccination? <laughs> 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 Just sink the plunger in a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Danny was the one out of ten children that yeah. didn't get the needle. <laughs> he got ninety percent polio, ten percent autism. <laughs> uh, but Cody, yeah, this is going you, really well. How did you feel being called <laughs> out? Did we hear the end of the fucking anecdote. Oh, oh sorry, oh, it's still going. Oh, anecdote. And, an- and another done. three years later, I said, Rob, remember I brought up that thing three years ago yeah. from the thing two years ago. <laughs> I saw Sorry. him getting the shits at a photocopier and I was like, this guy loves the castle. Yeah. <laughs> I asked Rob, do you remember I said, uh, you, you, was, you were saying the vibe two years ago. He goes, yeah, what, what, what did I say? That? You know, the castle, the vibe, the thing. Were you testing me? He goes, what's the vibe in the castle? I go, it's in that scene. He goes, oh, yeah. Right. That is in that scene. He hasn't watched it for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, right. So you can do castle quotes to working dog people, just don't expect them to remember it. Great. Right. All right, Cody. <laughs> Danny wants to tell three more stories. <laughs> tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> it was like I had a 
a water balloon, but then yeah, I, I didn't. How the fuck did you bomb harder than my water balloon? <laughs> fuck, can, we, can we get these two guests out of here and get microwave Jenny in here to yeah. tell a story? Who, Danny Danny? No, boring story Danny. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Danny Danny. <laughs> uh, uh, how did you feel about being called out? Because you were both, I mean, with this, if, if we're starting the right of reply uh, sessions, we're, we're kind of going in soft because these are two Danny's, men yeah. who were called out on the list who actually had got new gifts. So eventually well, we'll work our way up to the... Uh, have yes? we? Yes. Have, have they gotten us gifts? Well, cash. Well, you got cash coming. Yeah. Oh, coming. 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 Yeah, no, coming. I've got it. So, oh, yeah. so this is the gift I've giving now. Because uh, No, the whole, the whole reason I wanted to bring this up is Chandler's called me out. Uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Harley Breen, for pointing out I had flown back from Europe for Carl's wedding. Sure. A television gig paid for me to fly back. <laughs> But I would have done it regardless of <laughs> that. Probably not. But yeah. I would have. I would have looked into it. I would have looked into Skype or something. No, all you needed to do to get you to fly over. Hey, Cody, you earned Virgin Velocity points. Yeah. Yeah. I want to fly be a in a king nice in the seat. air for 2018. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So the thing is, is that I, I did forget to bring it on the day. I, I was I was very jet lagged. Um, then I remembered. Why do I feel like a cunt? Chandler gave me my wedding money maybe five or six weeks after I'd been married. No, no card, in a handshake, yes. like I'd just done a spot at European on, comedy yeah. for on, on this very podcast, yeah. on air. A handshake with cash in it. And, and, it, and he's it, got the balls to fucking get Josh Hill. And the worst thing about that is it, he did it on this show, yeah. so technically that counts as a tax write-off. <laughs> oh, great. Because it was content. All right. I'm going to be doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, great. The ATO are going to be sniffing around. <laughs> well, um, having said that, now I, I have a question for you. Now, wedding, talking about the wedding, there was something that I've I've only recently found out that happened at the wedding because we, we're still getting uh, my wife and I. I'm, see, I don't want to say wife. No, I've said it's not fun. It, it's it not fun. fun. It's not fun. Do you say wife? My wife and I. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sounds really? no good. I say, what do you want? I've, oh, mistress? The miso. The no. miso. Start using the miso. The cheese yeah. and kisses. <laughs> there's, a, there's a great song by the Foves, by my favourite Australian band called the Foves, uh, uh, called Girlfriend for Life. And I was saying to... Oh, my God. Oh, saying, Is that, GFL. What about that? What about GFL? What about oh that? Oh, my God. And she, she goes, oh, can I call you hubby? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Hubby is awful. Yeah. yeah. Hubby is the worst. Yeah. And nothing like if you, if you think hubby... You would never think Carl Chandler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though technically he's a hubby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It just doesn't scream it hubby. Needs some more, yeah. It needs some more hard. It needs like a K or a Z in there somewhere. Exactly. Because Hub, hubby's a very round yeah, yeah. word. It needs yeah. like it, it hubby, but it's like barbed wire Did, around yeah, yeah, the edge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jai Singer, hubby. That makes sense. No, no, that's chubby. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It's rhyming slang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so at, at the wedding, we're still finding out um, stories about the wedding stuff that happened. Um, I'm still getting complaints from the, the DJs on the day of all the people requesting and being fucking cunts to the DJs on the night, which is right. good because that was only the avalanche, so why would yeah, you respect exactly. them? Yeah. But that was just people were just coming up from, from my wife's side, coming up going, Of course. Just play fucking Nutbush. Why the fuck aren't you playing it? <laughs> yeah, from right. your wife's side. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that all gave gifts. What great people. <laughs> <laughs> You're I, right. On paper, what you said makes sense. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did think that it was interesting of you to get them to DJ in that context because it would have been a long time 
time that they'd done a gig like, like a that. wedding. Yeah. DJed in that way where you're having to put up, like they're yeah. playing festivals. There's no way of getting through a barricade to hold up your phone yep. and you've gone into the fucking notes app and gone, put fucking. Single ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they were, they were very nervous about it actually. They were I'll like, bet. oh, oh, oh. Doing so, a gig. Yeah. For yeah. Fucking 25 years. <laughs> Do your job, you cunts. <laughs> no, no, it was more like now, you know, he's been talking about us on the podcast for a long time. This is going to publicly confirm it that, yes, he's friends with us. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. changes after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm still finding stuff like that. So I was, I was very appreciative of them for doing that. But here's one story I found out a couple of days ago, which was so my wife's. Uh, uh, she she works in a major airline, mm-hmm. so her boss was invited. Her boss uh, and his partner were invited along. Were uh, they? Yes. The bo- the boss at that airline. Yes. I would have fucking gone off on him. <laughs> you status match me, you dog, and I'll fly your shit. Well, box. listen, listen to the rest of the story. Oh no! So <laughs> did I kick off? <laughs> So I get the story back that the boss has come back and complained and gone and gone. Oh yeah, oh thanks for you know the invite to the wedding, but there was you know I was sort of quite awkward at one point. Oh why was that? Well, at some stage someone come up and found out that I was the the you know the boss at this airline, and then come up and went right. So you're the boss at that airline? Yeah, I am. Oh, so you can like get flights for people? Oh, I guess so. This person has then said to my wife's boss. I would suck your dick for a first class first class upgrade. And I'm and, and my wife says, Who would have said that? I'm like, I can only think of one man. <laughs> it was not me. <laughs> well, on paper, you you are the number one no. candidate. Man, fuck that shit. I know, <laughs> I know that airline. That fucking one world dog airline. I'm not gonna fly it. It's, it's a risky best. It's banned from certain airspace. Alright, alright, let's, let's not give a lot of detail out to the very fine folk there that have flown me for free to many places. Yeah, I know. No, it is it is very nice. But no, I'm not gonna fly it. Unless no, but li- literally, partner. literally, someone did do it, and it's I'm, it's the sort of thing that I would do, thinking it was funny. Like I've got chills going. Who it could have been me, is? but I don't no, think it was me. Look, I don't I, think I would have met him. It's got Kappa written all no, over it. No, no, no. I actually think it was. I uh, reckon I'd recognise the boss of Tiger Airways from looking in the front of the magazine. So I'd know. Who, <laughs> who <laughs> right. <I'd come> to. <laughs> I have a magazine. <laughs> Magazine, pamphlet, fucking (laughs) sick bag. He wasn't wearing shoes, so it was a dead giveaway (laughs) which one he was. (laughs) He was, yeah, yeah. He wasn't wearing a a captain's hat. He was wearing a fucking beanie. So yeah, it was probably that guy. Yeah, Um, look, I know formal is pretty vague, but I think a bintang singlet is push is pushing the bounds a little bit. (laughs) So look, I've got a tuxedo t-shirt. Hi, I'm the CEO. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. I would suck your dick just to not have to pay for the spaghetti carbonara on that flight. That'd be rough. I would suck your dick for a, for an upgrade on Tiger. I would, you would suck my dick right. for twenty bucks. Yes. All right, nice, good one. Thanks for naming your price. Yeah. Um, no. So look, I, I honest, I don't suspect you, Nick, yeah. of, of doing that at all. I have my suspicions as to who it was, but uh, who do you reckon? It is. I suspect it is uh, someone not in comedy. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Someone invited on. Is it on just my someone side who's quite keen on fellatio. Someone who's just likes getting pissed and saying what they want. I think. Oh, okay. So, which you know, could be you. Uh, it's, uh, I don't get pissed. Apparently, it's just it's one it. in ten conversations. <laughs> yes. Statistically, it. we're due. That's you know, it. You know, you know who's due for something like that? 
Moon Man. That's, yeah. That was my first oh, guess. Yeah, it's yeah, a Moon yeah. Man. It right. reeks of Moon Man. Yeah, well, no, look, nothing's confirmed at all, so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll go through the Guess Who list. and uh, If he says it was the Prime Minister, you go, hold on yeah, a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. he goes into character just to cover his tracks. Yeah. If I say to him, was this the best thing he said all night? And he says, yes, well, it's probably Mooney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we? Yeah, okay. I, I'm disappointed that it's not definitely a comedian because I'd love to. That's more interesting to me than the gifts thing. Well, I'll find, down who said this. I'll find it because, you know, uh, I feel like uh, a little bit embarrassed to go back and ask questions or anything. But I'll, I'll go back in for the sake of content. I'll go back in and try and find out. Is this not. Is, is this not slightly weird on his part? And by the way, this, this person, mm. this this boss, he English is not his first language. Okay. So so where he's from is not sucking like, dicks is cool. No, it's not a <laughs> yeah. it's not a raging hotbed of comedy where he's from. Yes. So, okay. Sure. So he sure. sort of took it quite seriously. <laughs> yeah. and I would commit a federal <laughs> crime. Yes. To get an upgrade. I would yeah. get my hands chopped off to <laughs> get the upgrade. Yeah. I is this. Now, is that slightly weird form? Just, with like, all these clues, I'm just—it's like guess who of the airlines for me because I yeah, don't know right. exactly what it is, and I'm just mm, just going yeah. hands cut off. Yeah. That's right, you picked it. It's Rex. <laughs> <laughs> It's—is this slightly weird to like after the wedding? You're presumably this has happened in the workplace. He said, "Thanks for having me. I had a wonderful time." Yeah, and she's gone. Oh, thanks for being there. Yep. And then he's gone. Let me just air. Yeah. One unfortunate. It like shouldn't you keep that to you? It, is that a little? No, it's like it's like airlines. Class, you send it? an email after. How was our flight? Would you recommend us to your oh, friends? Yeah. Were there any yeah. incidents? Yeah. yeah. He was but just filling like out me, the card. That's like me going to you. Great wedding. Yeah. However, I got to say, yeah. I was at the urinal yeah. and I put it back in a bit too quickly and I got a bit of piss on my pants. Yeah. And I mean, what the fuck's that? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it is that boss's fault that somebody offered to suck his dick for a first class. <laughs> he works for the airline. Of course it's his fault. Yeah. He's holding all the I'm cards. I'm sick of victim blaming on this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, but with all this talk about uh, 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 the... <laughs> The outcome of the wedding. Or the the, the outcome. Yeah. Well, the, by the way, well done for winning. Yeah. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah. It was a wedding of two halves. Yeah. <laughs> she put up a good fight. I was in. I was oh. in. I was in traffic the other day, and I, st- I stopped in traffic with. Uh, I was going to a gig with a friend of the show, Adam Knox, mm. uh, so he can verify this. And stopped in traffic, and uh, and it was in like Mooney Ponds or something. Had the window wound down. Someone just walked by and went, "Do you want a fucking wedding present, mate?" <laughs> <laughs> Listener of the show just walk, walked by and, and wedding present heckled me. It's so much better if it's not a listener. If yeah, it's just yeah. an ice head and it's just pure yeah, coincidence. Yeah. No, no, he had he had a suit on. He's clearly just yeah, some people work. squeegee windshields and other people just offer wedding gifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you just about to say he had a suit yeah. on? He's clearly a listener. You guys, well, he was guys gone white collar now. No, well, he wasn't a junkie or anything like that. Since the Opera House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I had a guy come up to me in the street the other day. He was jogging and he, and he kind of stopped and he like, you know, touched me on the shoulder. He's like, are you Tommy Dasselow? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, I listen to both your podcasts. Oh, big fan. Love it so much. And I go, oh, thanks, man. Thanks for listening. And then he goes, so am I going to get a shout out on the show or what? Just immediately went into pushing for his shout out. Oh, so here it. you go, you cunt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I got Run uh, off the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Hey mates, it's your little friends Tommy and Carl dropping in mid-episode to let you know that this episode of The Little Dum Dum Club is brought to you by our friends at Dollar Shave Club. Well, finally, Dum Dum Club and Dollar Shave Club mm. together at last. <laughs> now, I've got to say, it's a pretty obtuse name that they've got going on here. I can't for the life of me work out what this company <laughs> could possibly do. They sell. Is this a, is this a pet care range? Is this a, a babysitting service? It's a club lock to put on your car <laughs> to make sure no one steals it. No, of course not. It is a shaving company, so um, we... Look, the lovely folk there are now putting their money where their mouth is and supporting our little show, and we're doing our bit by chucking out their name and their, uh, you know, description of their services. They are lovely. I've, I've just... Uh, started using it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Thank you very much for asking, Tommy. Yes, so dollarshaveclub.com delivers high-quality razors right to your house for less than what you'd pay at the shops. They were kind enough to send us a care package, which uh, you may have noticed, Carl, I never use a razor, yeah. and I have today, yeah. because I wanted to be able to speak with authority on what yeah. this product is like. I didn't... Now, you could make the argument that because I never use razors, that my testimony here is invalid, because I have basically nothing to compare it to. I wouldn't have led with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would have led me... with, I never use razors, <laughs> until now. And, na- and now I will. Yeah. Um, but what they sent me was a, a, a razor kit and uh, some of their shaving butter, which i got to say, this shaving butter tasted delicious. Really? No, it's... Uh, it, it doesn't foam. It's like it's very nice. It's very soft on the skin. And it, uh, I tell you what, that was a the smoothest shave I've ever had. Really it was beautiful. Yeah, I like the name of it, Doctor Carver's Shave Butter. Yeah, I got to find out who this Doctor Carver bloke is. D- I mean, to start with, well, you don't need Carver when you know you're, you're mucking around with a blade going around <laughs> your face, and he's like, you don't need Doctor Doctor Chopping with an axe. Now you took shave- me to task for things I shouldn't have led <laughs> with, ridiculing the name of the product, a choice that I wouldn't have made. I'm but just- hey, that's why we're different. I'm just giving people free content out there in the midst of a, a, a glowing testimony of, of, of the great doctor's product. So Dollar Shave Club, you can get on their website, dollarshaveclub.com, and they are going to send you razors every month. Uh, you don't have to deal with the hassle of going to the store. You just get on their site. You pick whatever you want from their lineup of amazing blades, uh, and that's all there is to it. We got the executive razor and, as we mentioned, Dr. Carver's shaving butter. Uh, and so here's your chance to see why over 3 million members love the Dollar Shave Club right now. You can get your first month of the club. Hey, they're a club just like us. Yeah, like I said right at the start. (laughs) (laughs) For as little as $5 uh, and after that it's just a few bucks a month. Dollar Shave Club is so confident in the quality and value of all of their products that there's no long-term commitment or any hidden fees. All you have to do is go to dollarshaveclub.com slash dumdum. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash dumdum, like the name of this show. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> um, five bucks a month. I'm literally going to subscribe. I'm going to do it. You should. You know, you know what? Everyone's doing it. Everyone subscribes to our Patreon. I'm going to I'm gonna do the same. It's five bucks a month. Everyone's doing it. It's like the twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chubby checker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, genuinely, it's a it's a great product. It's a cheap product. So uh, yeah, if and you, not only if that, shavers get on there. They're doing the right thing by putting their money to us. So you know, we know how you guys, how the listeners like love to get behind a product that gets behind us. It's yes. happened with with many uh, products in the past, many ads. So get behind these guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, if you don't forget to use that uh, that URL, dollarshaveclub.com slash dumdum. Uh, that is how you can let them know that you came via this because. We got to be honest. We've really big noted ourselves to these guys. So yeah. Don't make us look like fucking idiots. Okay? Yeah, like they've got six million users or whatever, and we said to them, "Ah, oh, right, that's about half of what listen to our show every week." So mm-hmm. you know they, they're going to come looking for these twelve million listeners. Exactly. So get these raises, and then you know what you'll be saying to the hairs on your face. What? See you, mate. Oh, now this, this. Now I see why they picked us up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, so uh, after the wedding, a couple of weeks after that, I went on the on the honeymoon that mm. uh, uh, was provided by by two out of three of you. <laughs> yeah, um, and... that's all right. I waited till the honeymoon. I think I, Luch and I went to lunch on the money that you gave because it was you couldn't spend it on the honeymoon because we got it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> was it a fancy lunch or was it like, you know, a couple of sandwiches at the server? Yeah, I, I, I put yeah. a few vouchers in the handshake. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those entertainment books that you get in the mail, yes. one of those coupons. Yeah. Yes. Equal or lesser value. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Five zinger meals, <laughs> 12 bucks. Uh, got to Rome Airport, got recognised by a listener. Oh, very nice. Oh. Yeah. The Pope. <laughs> oh, shout out to Frankie if you're listening. <laughs> but and and again, because it's our listeners, like getting the the walk by wedding, wedding present heckle before, mm. got recognised in the airport with this sentence: "What are you doing here? Why aren't you in Thailand?" <laughs> It's well a good. It's, yeah. You were thinking the same thing, I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Did she trick you? Did she say you were getting? She like did up a fake like boarding gate thing. You get off at Rome. You're like, what the fuck's this? No, yeah. there was no trick. So this is what happened. So uh, the the pick was that that she she's always wanted to go to Italy. Mm-hmm. So we go there. All good. Um, but because <laughs> what a review. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what I put on TripAdvisor. All good. Um, All good. <laughs> so what a nice man. Oh. Or as they say, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> so, but because there's the airline privileges involved, what happens is uh, we're on I, standby. Your dick sucks. You got up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We did. We did the deed. Uh, I, I had sex on the wedding night, not with my wife, with her boss. Yeah. Uh, that, now she, was, she was still in economy, but Chando was up the front. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea that you could suck a dick to go to first class. Or you could get your dick sucked and lose your first class. That's a good airline. That's a good lottery. Oh. Yeah, that's a great there's, lottery. There's, it's yeah. like it's like soccer. There's promotion and relegation. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so uh, we're on standby, which means um, that we have to make sure there's, there's uh, seats on the plane before we get to go on there uh, because we're not paying for anything like that. So as long as there's spare seats, we can sort of creep on. I do love the privileges of this. Airline deal, by the way. Turn up and you might not get on the plane. <laughs> well, thank you, boss. It's the oh. Dilruk Jaya Singer approach to airlines. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've only just started running into the problems of this approach, but um, generally you're all right. So um, we do that. We get to go over there. It's, uh, there's no problems going over there. But on the way back, we find out, oh, we've actually booked this in at a time where people are coming home from school holidays. So there's, there's going to be a lot of problems. There's, we literally can't fly direct home from Rome and so my wife is sort of explaining that and I go yeah it's almost like we need a stopover or something let's find somewhere else and she's like yeah you're right all right let's do that and I said well maybe in Asia or something she goes yeah that's a great idea oh you're fucking done it again <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Bangkok on the way home yeah right. and it's like and she's like trying to find another way she's like no that's actually the Best way to do she it. She just gave in because when you saw the Colosseum in Rome, you're just going, Friday night. <laughs> fight, Friday night, fight. Tonight. Boxing. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you're haggling with some 80 year old Italian man over the pizza that he's just made you. No, no, yeah. no. I will not pay more than $1 for this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do, I, look, I have some questions for you because you're the, the, the king of the plane, mm-hmm. Nick Cody. Have you got have you got a lot of rules on the plane? Like, have you got like I I'm, I've been travelling enough now that I'm like, oh fuck, some things are alright and some things are not on. There's like little. Man, sort I just of... found out. I just got a schedule for my European tour, and I'm seriously considering cancelling two of the shows because I have to fly airlines that are Skytrax has said have in the 
are in the 20 worst airlines in the world. Oh. I just won't go to the Have country. Have they got Cyrillic writing on the side of the plane? Fucking probably. Bulgaria Air. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't sound good, does doesn't it? Sound- is yeah. it, is it, why don't they just, you know, Bulgaria, the AIR in Bulgaria oh, yeah, in yeah. there? That's some good marketing you could offer no, that. No, that seems less good. Like, that sounds more dodgy, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, really. So, yeah, I, I, I would there be worried about that There was a plane I flew Air Serbia when I caught up with um, the gun runner himself. Oh, yeah. gig in, um, fuck, where is it? Sarajevo. Belgrade. 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 And, uh, which was fucking awesome. But we flew out on a plane that wasn't an Airbus and it wasn't a Boston. Boeing. It was like a Russian, it was oh. like a Kalish 16. And I'm like, no good. Yeah. <laughs> this is no good. Yeah. No, no, there's like, this is tiny little things that I've found out from the air trade is don't fly on a Russian plane. Yeah. And don't fly on a plane that has the word Asia in the title. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're little Stock tips standard. I've been given. Yeah. yeah. If you've yeah. watched Air Crash Investigations, it's a good. Right, right. Do they give those tips out there? They yeah. just absolutely say, <laughs> yeah. do not fly with these yeah. people. It never ends well. Yeah, yeah. What about this? So I flew on a, uh, a flight on the way back where it was a uh, – uh, because it was a, a bit complicated coming home because all the planes were full coming home. I had to fly from Bangkok to Malaysia, yeah. Ronnie Chang's uh, hometown, yeah. and then to Melbourne. Uh-huh. From Bangkok to KL is like an hour flight. Now, I've got a really bad run. I, I feel like I've, I've had a really good run in the past of getting – Aisle seats, which is my favourite. Aisle seats. Yeah. Now I've got. Oh, a hot... that's the only thing you'll see me in. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's your. That's pick. why I stick to the, the virgin thing. Right. Yeah. So um, that's why you've never had sex. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's what I took off out, yeah. out of that sentence. But anyway, um, I stay in the Congratulations. Mile high club. Yesterday. I'm closest to the toilets. Hopefully, <laughs> someone will pick me. <laughs> so I've got a brutal run of middle seats. I reckon oh. for the last couple of months, and just nothing but middle seats. That's why you got to stick to an airline, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to. Yeah, but I, I you're I'll flying just, all the time. Or suck the guy's dick for yeah, an, yeah, for yeah. A, not a middle seat. For an aisle wow, seat. Wow, not yeah. even an upgrade, just <laughs> an aisle seat. Yeah. Something you can get on and book yourself <laughs> yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. If you if, if you get to the airport enough. thirty minutes early, you can get yourself. <laughs> um, so, oh, I copped a guy who I got in there. He was already eating right. Now, the plane hadn't taken off. The guy right. was already eating. Now, I'm pretty sure that's not even in the rules. Like, he'd somehow got the stewardesses to give him food before the plane oh, like takes airline off. food. Didn't bring a sandwich on. Yeah, no, no, no. He had airline food. Yeah, already. Wow. And he's this big fat guy spilling into the seat next to me. He was already eating. And when I got on, like, he clearly got on early and then put his hand up and going, no, oh, I, I want food, I want food. They give him food. I get on. He's chowing down and he... Gives me a, he offers a handful of food. Do you want this? I'm like, you should be so fucking hungry. You should eat. It, you shouldn't be offering it to me. What was the food? A handful. Yeah, yeah that's what I want to know. Grain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a cow that was in the plane. Yeah. yeah. So then we yeah, take. He was fattening you yeah. up. You were next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep your hand flat when you're feeding Chandler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will bite you on the plane. We take off. He then the 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 trolley comes down, and you know it's only an hour flight, so it's lucky for anything to come down. Comes out, grabs the, gets the food. That's fine. He's he's only doing second meal. As he finishes it, and they're picking up the rubbish, he yells out like he's got no money. He yells out, "Have you got any more of those meals?" (laughs) They come back and they very begrudgingly go, "We had one left," and he just takes it. No thanks. It's his third meal in the hour. Great. Great. Insane. I I never when we flew from uh, oh no you went on this flight when we when me and Milan flew from Montreal to uh, New York it's like a it's a it's a plane that Delta had connection plane I, I, I was yeah. on the same plane the next day right same style of plane where it's like one one row is one seat yes. and one then the other two. and then there's yeah. the aisle and then there's two yeah. so it's 
fucking tiny. Yes. I was. It's like a forty-five minute flight. Yep. I was amazed when we take off, and it's this. There's no wasted space on this thing. They've, they've got a food cart hidden yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, who needs a cup of soup? Like, it's just, like, surely, and we've all got baggage weight limits. Yeah. Piss off this fucking big cart and let us bring a couple more kilos yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, put a hamburger and a Coke in each little um, pocket in front yeah, of you. It yeah, it blows me away. Who is? And it's like the flight is at two in the afternoon. You've had lunch. You're ages away from dinner. Yeah. Who is this fucking maniac who needs a <laughs> shit sandwich that badly? Yeah. yeah, I flew between two Fijian islands. As you boarded, you just got handed a, a tiny can of Coke and a muffin. Like It's like, all right, you're in seat 3C and eat and drink this quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was seriously a 20-minute flight. And it said, boom, boom, go. Why, why are the Russians running yeah. this Fijian airline? Yeah. That's family connections. <laughs> uh, I do. That's the, that's the thing that it, it's you're pretty game taking it on. But the, the flight from Samui where they've just got the little Free bit of food, yes. like at the gate. Love a bit of that. Now that now now with uh, uh, season travel like yourself and like a bunch of you guys. Now this is the thing that drives me nuts about Melbourne all the time is that like it's an hour away from the, the airport. There's yeah. there's only the sky bus. There's it's the shittest way of getting in and out. You go to there's someone Ubers like or cabs or yeah, yeah yeah, but it's not convenient. You go to all <laughs> these walking other... like in the castle. Hey, I got a story about that. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Well. Keep that for the end. So um, I love that cabs aren't convenient to Carl, but the sky bus is. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I didn't say sky bus was oh, convenient. I'm okay. saying it's shit. Yeah. Like everything shit compared to like say you know Bangkok or Rome. Well, it's all right for you because you the sky bus from you is like you get a train into the city and then the sky bus out. Yeah. But for me, I live halfway between the sky bus and the yeah. airport. Yeah, right. So if I want to get the sky bus, I go backwards to get but, on a yeah. shit. But bus. just purely this. You're paying twenty bucks to get on a bus. Yeah, it's shit house. Yeah. Hey man, they got Wi-Fi on there. Yeah. Well, I I <laughs> I took from Bangkok. I went to the city to the airport. Cost me two dollars on the train, yeah. and it went directly to the two hold bucks. On. Yeah. Hold on. Are you telling me <laughs> Thailand? Yes. Is cheaper than Australia. Yes. <laughs> when you saw the dog with one leg. <laughs> and the dead baby on the road, and the thousand electricity it, wires. It was a it was a tuk tuk train as well. So oh, no. there was only two of us in the back. So <laughs> no, Rome. Rome was like three bucks, three bucks on the train to go to the, the airport. It's like everywhere else has got it worked out except. I think here. we're the worst city for getting to and from the airport. Yeah, we must be up there for the size of the city that we. Wasn't are. there some shit with the cab? Um, the fuck? What's the term? I'm thinking like the the cab Driver. union. Cab Union pulled some Taxi shit. Taxi Drivers so Union. The, yeah, well, yeah, they were anti so the, Uber. Yeah, yeah but one... They, they fucked a rail, like a rail out to right. the Right. Oh, no, but they also had to buy a bunch of houses, uh, like compulsorily acquire stuff. It's a lot like the castle. Uh, <laughs> houses near the airport. How does the castle go again? Do it for yeah. me quickly. Oh, okay. Uh, it begins with, my name is Dale Kerrigan and this is my story. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we Can you write the script that? on... In whiteout on that window there. <laughs> Beautiful mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so like in what you said then, like uh, Koh Samui when we, we went there, it's like the airport is like three minutes away or something. Yeah. Like it's so good. Melbourne's got the shitter system. I mean, surely there's, there's – Well, look, you can't change that now. That's just like that's, that goes way back. The town planning stuff, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Put a fucking train out there for God's sake. Totally. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the And I think they're, they're planning it. Right. Daniel yeah, but, they, but this is the thing. It. Since I was a kid, they've been saying they're planning yeah. it. Yeah. Like, they've been talking about this for 30 years. It's gone. It's never going to happen. No, it's not going to happen now. Yeah. Perth's pretty far away as well. And they've just built a whole new airport. Perth is. Actually, away. yeah, Perth is pretty far away. Oh, yeah, Perth is shit. Yeah. Perth, Perth has like a second terminal that's like. 
That's half an a, hour away. A ten minute drive and if you get away. the wrong Uber, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, that screwed me. <laughs> it's yeah. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just turn this into a town planning podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you, you guys just want to talk about airports and planes, I'm fucking yeah. good to go. <laughs> Twelve hours. Well, I'm happy I to chat. It, that's why I brought it up with you. I thought you'd be right into it. I right. gotta say, I've, I've just recently I've gotten into the number of airports that I've been in. Like I'm about to go to China to do gigs, and when I fly to Singapore. From there, I stop over in KL, yeah. just in the airport. And I'm like, sure, it'd be nice to see a bit of KL. But hey, that's just one more airport I get to fucking dick Hold around on, you fly in for three to KL hours. or Singapore? From Shanghai to KL to Singapore. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that like, isn't KL to Singapore like 20 minutes Malaysia Airlines? I don't know. Yeah. But my you point is, I'm like, flights. cool, one more airport that I'm going to get to Middle seats and shit. That blows my mind. The China gigs I was looking into, you go Singapore Airlines, they're a partner of Virgin, so you get the same points. Same status credits and shit, get looked after. Eddie had on the way to Europe. Yeah, it's me who's a beautiful mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, when it comes to flights, it'll be three in the morning and Lucha look and I've just, I've got <laughs> fucking 25 tabs open. It's like, like, what are you doing? You just look into the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ones you see, and zeros. That's all I see. I know you I'm see on ones and zeros, but I see uh, status points, free meal, aisle seat. Oh. See, so, it, so anyway, I went to Italy. We went to Italy for uh, most just, of the, Sorry, no. just very quickly. Yeah. The thing Good of, stuff. The thing of getting on the thing of getting on before your flight and picking your seats. It's such a basic thing, but fuck you feel like a super hacker when you pull it off. Like getting the email that's like confirmed seat, you know, 2C. Yeah. You're like, I fucking hacked the system here. It's a week before the flight and I know where I'm sitting. Fuck, I never you got to get onto it, but yeah, you can't yeah. though cuz you're doing yeah, the yeah, yeah. you're the sitting standby there with thing. your hat in your hand going, yeah. "Please sir." <laughs> yeah, let me on. Yeah. H- hiding Hiding with the, the landing so, gear. Yeah. You're at sitting the, in the middle taking handfuls of food off fucking yeah, fat Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> sucking dicks to get an aisle yeah, seat. Yeah. Yeah. You're in Standby the, sounds like the worst. You're in the alleyway at the back of the bakery just hoping for some of those bread rolls that they throw <laughs> yeah. out at the end of the day. It, it No, we your standby's been great until recently. It's just like... I'm going to disagree because when we went around the states together, I think I believe at least twice you missed your flight that, sitting there with you, not allowed on the plane. That's why I said until recently. <laughs> after hearing these travel stories, would you say that you're a cunt in the air, cunt on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> but with a full wallet. <laughs> um, we uh, uh, so we went to Italy. Um, now I should have got you. You've just been to Italy, haven't yeah. you? Like earlier in the year. It's it's the year of Italy for comedians. Like, there's so many comedians <laughs> have gone to Italy this year. Seriously, when yeah. I was when I was there, Sean McAuliffe was there. Uh, Mooney had just been there. Jamon was there. Uh, Gleason was Tom Gleason was there. Yeah, I think Pickering went as well. Yeah, right, right. So so many people have been there. So I should have I could have got advice from any of you. The only comedian advice I did get just before I went to Italy was from Brett Blake. Great, <laughs> Brett, friend of the show, Brett Blake, who said. And I quote, oh, God. He, just be careful, Italy is very Italian. Oh. That was his tip. He's <laughs> on now, brand. Second yeah. sentence after I said nothing after that one. He said, and this, he wasn't joking. He said, Can I guess Italy, the second sentence? Go. Those Dagos don't put pineapple <laughs> on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he said to me, Italy is very... Not to condone racism, but <laughs> yeah. Dago fucking, oh, fucking kills great. me. Dago what? is so funny. Yeah. What about I, I, what about Itai? That's a classic old race. That's, 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 my dad still says that. Dago yeah. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, no, so Brett Blake said that, and by way of explanation, straight after, he said this, these two sentences in a row, he said, Italy is very Italian. They have a siesta. <laughs> Because the start 
part of it, I, I, I understand, like, you'd be turning up and getting shitty that you can't get fucking chicken satay. You yeah. know, it's like the first one yeah. of the, like, the first time you've gone overseas to somewhere non-Thai yes. in a very long time. Yes. So I, I would understand if that was what he was getting at. <laughs> if he, what, if he yeah, had said, we... Italy is not very Thai. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Probably something you need to be who reminded of. Who was the old lady's place we went to in? in uh, Ninja Crepes. Yeah, Ninja yes. Crepes. Did you find an an equivalent of ninja crepes in Italy? Yeah. Oh, emperor crepes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll crepe so. Um, no, I did. I did do the old TripAdvisor stuff where you you sort of find the number one, number two, number three sort of restaurants in the city and go around and do all all that sort of stuff. But yeah. see, TripAdvisor is a bit tricky where they don't show you actually the best restaurants. They just show no, you what gives you a the most. Yeah, what gives you a good feeling inside, yeah. almost in a way, because like the number one place was a tiramisu stand. Which I then uh, found and then went, it's fine, but like I think the main reason it got number one rankings was because they sold a version of it which was like a dollar and people got excited and went, what a great place to get a dollar's worth yeah. of tiramisu. Yeah, I, I did trip advice. You've, got to, you've almost got to kind of like, I reckon you've got to look and just Google like best stuff and then try and find almost like someone's travel blog or something, like yeah, just one yeah. person who you can tell their tastes kind of line up with yours. Yeah, Because, yeah, 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 those things are just the, like the most, the best rated thing isn't going to be the best thing there. Nah, yeah. Like, yeah. what do you reckon is the ha- best rated pub in Melbourne? Probably like fucking Young and Jackson's or something. Yeah, yeah, probably. yeah, totally. It's like, uh, rot- don't go to Rotten Station. Oh, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Don't go to Rotten Tomatoes. Find a movie reviewer that you actually agree with. Yes, I've yes. finally found one after the death of Roger Ebert. Oh, great like film. Like, Roger Ebert was a great <laughs> film, great yeah, film sure. reviewer and I used to just go, all right, what did he Roger did. say? And I'd, I'll probably agree with it. Oh, really? Finally found another one. You lined up with old Rog. I did, yeah. Right, right. That's good. Okay. God rest him. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what he thought about the castle? <laughs> yeah. Now we're back. <laughs> you never saw it. <laughs> I um I I did something in Amalfi. Uh, went to Amalfi in Italy, and I I feel like I had the full Italian experience. We saw a poster for a for an Italian Queen cover band. Oh, nice. Oh. And so we went along El and Quino? saw. We, yeah, we went along and saw that, and it Luck was queen. really. It was. <laughs> we went along and saw that. Yeah, the ultimate Italian experience yeah, is going to watch a, a, them be an English band. Yeah, but it was like late at night, so there was nothing else. Like we'd already been out to dinner, we'd had drinks, we'd gone for a walk, and then it was like come and see this Queen cover band at ten o'clock at night, and I'm, and we, I'd had enough drinks to go. That sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> they sing in Italian or English? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we went in there and it like cost you know fifteen euro to go in. This it's like twenty bucks or something, and we're like, oh, this is going to be this big band. We get in there, it's two blokes. Ah, great. Two blokes with a backing track. Yeah. Who are then performing in front of a cinema screen, like a, a pull down cinema screen, which they just play Queen's greatest hits on onto that and don't sync up with that at all. And just sing in front of that. So like video about, clips or a yeah, concert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and not even, even a live worse. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then even worse, just a guy pretending to be Adam Lambert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucked. <laughs> You're not even going back that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just a guy in drag waving with a glove yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck that queen. People, oh. who, people who learned about the band Queen about two years ago and went, this is good shit. Oh, but honestly, it was like that because it was like these guys... Uh, you know, like where, you know, say like Pink, for example, is like massive in Australia, but not very big yeah, yeah, anywhere yeah, else yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It was like it was like all the wrong albums had gone big in Italy. Yeah, so they're, right, like, they're right. playing all these like, uh, you know, B-sides and all these. We will non- now close with Fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, no, <laughs> nothing that popular. They were playing stuff off their last albums and they're like, oh, now this one and waiting for applause and everyone just going, 
We thought we were going to hear We Are The Champions. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I was going to say, I know that is entirely why you went in. It's always the last song at the drunk cast. Yeah. No, we no, are the no, champions. no. I just thought this would be interesting and it was. Like I just got really pissed and really got into it because there was all these weird reactions from the crowd and, and, and weird interactions with the two guys singing. And one guy, he would go... Uh, uh, they did like, crowd work, did they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, and he, they were singing Queen songs with all very broken English, which made me very happy. Did they what throw size? In what size venue is this? It was in a um, like a. It was like on a basketball court. Oh, so it's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's, but there was hardly anyone. There's there. no one there. They cut it in half. They yeah, put. Okay, they right. pulled the screen down halfway. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. The Low yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but they were, everyone was so suicide enthusiastic. Wednesday, mate. Tough to get people in. Oh, Full it was price. it was Wednesday night at ten o'clock at night, <laughs> and and like the performers, the guys that were singing, they were taking turns singing. Um, would then go like they'd, they'd, <laughs> they'd, they'd, they'd like sing a uh, hold a note, and then at one point this guy goes, he he holds the note, and then he points at the screen and goes, like Freddie. <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, there's an NXS cover band playing at the town hall. Fuck, and that's sold out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. It was, it was, uh, and, and the, like the Freddy. Yeah, and, and and I was the only one drinking. So what? yeah, yeah. Who's going to this sober? I yeah. don't know. It was just like older folk and whatever. Go, you're going there, going. Oh, this is the only thing I didn't that's think technically I'd say this on. Phrase, what the fuck's wrong with Dagos? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm one out of ten. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Here's Strikes the ten percent. <laughs> Oh no! I, but I loved. I was so happy. But I was I so love drunk. Shit stuff. Yeah, like said, it wasn't shit. It was just weird. My dad and I went on a Sopranos bus tour <laughs> right. yes. in New York, and the guy start. First of all, one of the one of the characters was outside selling Sopranos merch out of the boot of his car. Amazing. This is before the tour begins. Great. I forget who it was, but it was like one of the. Big characters in it. Oh, selling shit out the back. Oh, the real oh, guy. Wow. Yeah, real actor. Yeah, real actor. Do you, and you don't know which character. Nah, I want to. Is say this fat. in conjunction with the tour, or has he just found out this is happening and yeah, just yeah, turns yeah. up there? No, they they've got him. Yeah, they work with him. It was just weird seeing this guy open his boot and sell shit out the back. Then we all get on the bus, and I'm I'm with I'm with Dad, good Dad, as we know, Fajr. We're sitting at the back of the bus, and the guy gets on the mic and he starts the tour by going. Good morning to get whacked. <laughs> right. And my dad at the back goes, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Just Great. set the tone for this guy. It was the like he was making the worst shit puns about mafia stuff the whole time. Great. Great. Well, I went to this thing and, this, and, and the great thing is like because it's not English speaking – they were doing stuff that wouldn't be done here. Like, you, there's Queen cover bands here, right? But they call themselves Queen cover bands. The poster here was like, come and see Queen live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Great. And with a big no picture laws. of Freddie Mercury. And yeah. I'm like, who's well, falling for that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have to put fake, not real Freddie. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like Freddie. Like yeah, Freddie. Yeah. That's <laughs> the name of the band. Queen cover band, like Freddie. That's a, yeah, a great name of the band. Like yeah. dot dot dot. Like Freddie. Yeah. <laughs> not Freddie. Like Freddie. Like Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have a thread that I should uh, follow up on. Uh, another oh, thing, yes. Another big thing from the uh, uh, Sydney Opera House gig. Uh, so you guys have both listened to it. For anyone, yeah. just a quick catch up. Uh, I took my suit in to get dry cleaned before we went to do the gig. Got it back. Got up to the gig. Put the suit on. They've given me the wrong suit. Way too big. 
comically oversized suit. Um, so I get back on the Tuesday, so like four, five days after the gig, and uh, I get a call on the Tuesday morning uh, from the old Vietnamese woman who runs the dry cleaners, and she's in, in quite broken English. It's sort of it, it just a call comes up from an unknown number, and so yeah. I'm all of a sudden getting yelled at about this suit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 sorry. I've been away. I just got home today. I'll um, I'll bring it in later this afternoon. I end up getting, you know, I just lose track of time. I don't end up getting it in. Like, it's fine. I'll get up in the morning. I get called at like 6 p.m. that night from, I assume, the daughter of this Vietnamese family because she speaks perfect English. They've brought in the big guns. And she's like, hey, you've got this suit. We need it back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry. I got held up today. I'll bring it in tomorrow morning. She goes, no, no, we need it now. Like, we need it right now. Can we come to your house and can we get the suit right now? We need the suit. And I'm out. So I text my housemate. I'm like, hey, is this, do, you, do you mind getting it and facilitating this? And he's like, fine. And then I go, hang on a minute. I call her back and I go, so have you got my suit? And she goes, oh, let me check. <laughs> Disappears for like a minute. Comes back and goes, oh, yeah, we've got it here. And I go, okay, so... Well, can you bring can you bring my suit round when you come to pick up this other suit? And she goes, oh, "Okay, <laughs> what? Why am I in trouble here? I did nothing wrong." So I felt bad because, like, I wasn't I was out, and I just I I like I had I I was trying to push my housemate. I'm like, "Look, I know you're already doing me a big favor, but you got please. Can you grill? The, I yeah, yeah. I gotta know. Yep. Like, why? Like." Why the urgency for this suit? Yeah. Like, who owned this suit that they needed it that night? Because it was a big, big person. Wasn't it was it? a so big. It was a larger person. Do you think yeah. mafia hitman? I mean, maybe I'm just residual from the Sopranos. So what talk. needs to have a suit on to do the hit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need my lucky suit. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll miss. Oh. <laughs> well, so I don't know. I just felt like I was pretty mistreated um, by that place. So I've gotten on Yelp and I've left them a review. Oh. Uh, and you, you got your suit back? I got my suit yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which then. I, you know, they almost fooled me twice because I just kind of got it and you assume, oh, it's, you know, this must be it. But then like a week later I had to go to a funeral and I realised I hadn't checked it. Right, and I right, just right. putting it on going, oh, fucking oh. hell, imagine if they've done it again. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this time it's too small so I just yeah. have to turn up to my uncle's funeral in casual clothes just yeah, like, yeah. hey, I know everyone in the family thinks I'm a real bum but here I am just affirming it, <laughs> just here in my tracksuit pants. <laughs> um, okay, so here's – and the place is Metcher Dry Cleaners. I will name and shame them on the air. Oh, nice. That's what we do on this podcast yeah, now sure. apparently. Uh, hi there, my name is Tommy Dasilo, comedian, podcaster and 13th oh, wow. tightest attendee at Carl Chandler's wedding. <laughs> I recently brought my suit in here to be dry cleaned and to quote the most current reference from Danny McGinley's stand-up, I was not happy Jan. <laughs> <laughs> After taking out my suit at the Sydney Opera House, open brackets, we've all got stuff going on, close brackets, I discovered that I'd been given someone else's suit. In fact, it looked like a suit that could have belonged to my friend Dilruk Jai Singer. <laughs> I know you don't know who that is, so allow me to describe him in the terms that perhaps Perhaps you, a Vietnamese family, may understand. Dilruk is a little less Agent Orange and a little more Agent Terry's Chocolate Orange. (laughs) (laughs) What? This suit was so oversized and of such poor quality that I spent my entire time on stage at the Sydney Opera House feeling as uncomfortable as Nick Cody in an economy class seat. (laughs) In addition to this trespass, my dealings with your customer service division were more stressful than planning a live podcast in Adelaide. I would like to propose to you the following. In order to make amends, you offer me free dry cleaning for one calendar year. And look, 
I don't want to sound like I'm threatening you, but I do happen to know a guy who works at the project on Mondays and sometimes on Fridays, okay. so I'd advise you to not provoke me any further. Yours, Tommy Dasselow. Contact number 0438. No, don't. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's up, on, that's up on Yelp now. Did you write that this morning with the, these guests in mind? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, how's that, though? Like, I'm completely not done anything wrong and I'm just yeah. copping heat from them for fucking... Yeah. I do like that you'd go back to them. It's like, guys, you fucked it up once. I'd like yeah. to, you to fuck up all my suit deliveries for the next yeah. year. I'm happy for you to fuck it up, but I just don't want to pay for it. Well, yeah. this yeah. Is, well, this is now, I mean, I'm, I'm generally like, if I have a bad experience at a place, I'll typically still go back. But this is now entering my, this is, this is number two on my, on my no-go list now. The other one being veggie bar for the time they served me glass in a pizza oh, yeah. <laughs> and were extremely unapologetic about it. Well, and they charged him for the glass as and, well. That's, yeah. the, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And now, uh, yeah, and now the, the Metch's dry cleaners on Smith Street. So it's just like this must be, you know, people like when they're in their 20s, they kind of live in these like cool inner city areas and then they kind of end up as they get a bit older kind of moving further and further out. Maybe this is it. Maybe you just end up being burnt by every business around you. <laughs> so you've got no other options so left. That's, that's going to be me. I'm 50 and I've just got a beef with every place yeah. that's in a square <laughs> radius of me. I'm just going back to Werribee La Porchetta <laughs> where I feel safe. <laughs> Literally the only place left for me in yeah. this godforsaken city. I didn't even and offer then, you a, a Jeans West voucher yeah. like yeah. a Kiwi open mica. <laughs> and La Porchetta Pique- La is do- doing his dry cleaning by then as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, I want I want Mitch's dry cleaners run out of business. I want them to have no one going in there. I want the owners to be sitting in there and it to be so quiet that they're saying, how's the serenity? That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> La Porchetta, the head of that, has been uh, he's under arrest for, for mafia charge. It really could have been his suit. I gotta go to court. Oh, I yes. I will fucking whack you. Yes. 30 minutes or it's free. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I didn't want to check too much because I thought it would make me too angry. But, uh, like, I, I didn't, like, did my suit end up getting another clean after they've presumably given it off to someone else? Yeah. And did Do that you know, bloke try it on? Yeah. Like, way too big for it. Yeah. 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 Like, Just oh, no, the, the Hulk. Ripping the Hulk's come to kill me. <laughs> 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 you should you should have left a, a note in the pocket of your suit saying as worn on the stage at the Sydney Opera House, yeah. just so that's, that guy yeah. knows yeah. what yeah. his suit's been doing without that's, him. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's the other thing. I want to track this guy down and go, yeah. hey, man, you were content. Yeah. Part of you was content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you doing in my suit? Well, my – have I ever told this on the show? Uh, someone I know was at a – this is ages ago, went to a funeral and had their suit on and looked down that the and, and realised that the last time that they hadn't had this suit cleaned since the last time they wore it and the last time they'd worn it they'd been involved in a sexual dalliance yeah. on a on a golf course and there was like <laughs> a bit of cum just right down the leg. Right. <laughs> so they're sitting in a, a well, I like your mix there of uh, a sexual dalliance yeah. and then there was, I was cum. I was yeah. trying to dance around and then I went, I'm ill-equipped for this. <laughs> There's cum on the leg. That they got to work on their stroke. That's stuck in the bunker. Yeah. There. Wrong hole, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was cum might have been a bogey. Yay. <laughs> a dick bogey. You fell in <laughs> a sand trap. Oh. <laughs> Give me the old dick bogey. <laughs> well, Tim Brat. Tip Rat and friend of the show, Luke Heggie, <laughs> uh, used to live with uh, Osher Gunsberg. They're like great oh, mates. Really? They went to high school together. Yes, right. Right. And they were living together in Sydney when Gunsberg was Andrew G. He was on Australian Idol and he'd get these free clothes all the time. And Heggie had to go, it was either to a wedding or a funeral. But the thing is, it doesn't matter because he asked Andrew G if he had any spare 
suit jackets. And Andrew G said, yeah, I've got a whole bag full. Just grab one. He turns up to the event and about 10 minutes in, someone says, man, what's that on the back of your jacket? And he goes, what? <laughs> I just got this jacket. Give it to me. He goes, check the back of the jacket. And it was... It had billabong in huge letters and a huge skull and crossbones. <laughs> <laughs> the shittest of all the biker gangs. <laughs> like he's just grabbed it and looked at the front of yeah, the yeah. jacket, chucked it on, and has not realised it's now, one of those early 2000s fucking... You're wrong, it does make a difference because it's, it's so good if it's a funeral. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but it's either like you're a tacky badass at a wedding or the most insensitive cunt at a funeral. Yeah, like what it is it? Yeah, is it... At what a was wedding, it? it's... Billabong and then what? Like, like a, a billabong and a big skull and crossbones. But, so the skull, at a, if it's a funeral, it's like, eh? He's yeah. doing a bit of this, isn't he? Oh, but what if he's the groom at his own wedding and he's yeah, just standing that, there waiting for his wife? Been. You have to pretend it's an inside joke between you and the corpse. Yeah. Oh, he'll understand. That's what he would have wanted. But how can you be a how can you have the old bikey skull and crossbones and have billabong? Like exactly. you can't you can't be tough on a fucking surfboard out there with a knuckle duster around your fucking head. Here's the billabong. other question: Why was Andrew G wearing this on Australian? Yeah. <laughs> I think the ice cream billabong tried to f- market themselves as a gang in the early 90s. He did not have an ice cream skull and crossbones <laughs> the fucking fuck jacket on. How would he have, why would there have been yeah. one need for that thing to yeah. exist? What's that on your pants? Oh no, it's the paddle pop line. <laughs> what are you oh, he's got about? his pal- he's got his paddle pop leather chaps on. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you Barney win? banana tie. <laughs> what did you win on the ice cream stick? A second chance drawer or did you get a razor scooter? No, I got a blazer. You know. Oh, check out the, check out the, check out the, the gimp in the basement with a Cornetto on, the, on his back. <laughs> Just a Cornetto on his back. You ran out of clothes that you're aware of. Uh, well, guys. Talk we're... about liquor price. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, guys, we'd better wrap it up for another week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Nick Cody, Danny McGinley, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for letting us sort it all out. Well, <laughs> Danny had sorted it before it came up. <laughs> <laughs> came pre-sorted. Uh, things you'd care to plug, gentlemen? Uh, I am on in Perth on the, I think it's the 27th, 28th of October at the Side Splitter Comedy Festival. Oh, cool. Doing my show about the Bulldogs and, uh, yeah, it'd be great to see the West Australian Dum Dum Army. Yeah, great. Get it, get on down there. By the uh, time, oh, sorry, no, that's it. I think that's. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got some Christmas shows at the Sit Down Comedy Club in Brisbane. Oh, cool, yep. great. By the time this is up, uh, nickcody.com.au and have all the European dates. Come back to the Soho and Amsterdam and Belgrade and a bunch of other great spots, which oh, should be good. And plenty then, of plenty of English and London listeners that yeah. always, always seem to come along and go they, to the Soho. Oh, fuck, and stuff what like I love a bit time. of banter. Oh, it's towards the end of the run. Maybe we can get Luch to bring it. The people want to get merch. So many people the last uh, two Soho runs, whatever, have said, big Dum Dum fans, but we don't want to pay. It's like 40 or 50 bucks <laughs> or whatever. To send I'll sell them some T-shirts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're fucking right. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. So what, we, we send T-shirts along with you? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. i got to say, there's an increasing number of British Dum Dum firing yes. up on the socials. Have yeah, you noticed yeah. that? Yeah, and they yeah they order. I know it is fairly expensive to order uh, uh, postage as well, so I appreciate that as well. Um, so yeah, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe uh, if you're one of those people that are going to Nick Cody's show, uh, that want to go to Nick Cody's show, and you want a shirt, hit us up, and we can try and organise something. Mm. Yeah, well, I t-shirt, t-shirt. Luch, Luch is flying 
uh, my wife's coming over for the second half when that London trip starts. Right. So we'll get her a little suitcase. Oh, that which well, which, we don't want to have to. I think you have to pay like sales tax or something. So we will have to put the t-shirts in a condom and put them up her ass. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I to finish off with, I should say this actually because this is what I forgot to say before, which is I went on my honeymoon directly from basically Sydney Opera House. So when we did those gigs, yes. I, I had to go from Sydney to Melbourne, go and get, you know, changed and uh, uh, pack and all that sort of stuff and go off to Italy, right? Now, what happened was there was a delay uh, with coming into Sydney, which meant that I then had to go to Melbourne and not have time to go home and get changed or repack for Italy or anything like that. So what happened was I just had to bring what I had brought to Sydney mm. and now my wife... Brought, like I, I told her there was a delay. I'm like, oh, I don't have any clothes. She goes, oh, I've, I've grabbed two t-shirts for you. That'll have to do. Oh, no. So I had two t-shirts, but the entire uh, uh, what I had in my suitcase that I dragged along Europe was a tuxedo that I'd worn at the Sydney Opera House mm-hmm. and 15 Dum Dum t-shirts. That was my entire wardrobe <laughs> for my trip to Europe. A tuxedo and 15 Dum Dum t-shirts. Hey, you could have been me. At least you were taking your tuxedo. Yeah, like, yeah, imagine, yeah. Imagine a thing that's not even yours that you're lugging around the whole city. I just, I just love the idea of me just walking around Europe with Dum Dum t-shirt on mm. until I get to somewhere that's like, you can't come in in that. Well, I've got a tuxedo and that's about it. Mm. Just like from naught to 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nothing yeah. in between. No in between, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, we've got all our dates on sale. LittleDumDumClub.com. We got all the t-shirts. We got all the merch. All that stuff. Melbourne and uh, Perth and Canberra. We're coming for you. So yep. look out. Uh, thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. See you, mates. Oh, it's the barbershop cunts. <laughs> and we are back. Wow, are we doing another ad now or what, what's happening now? This is an ad for Patreon. Oh, do- Dr. Carver's Patreon? Dr. Carver's Patreon. Great. Carver right. comedy. Right. <laughs> hey, don't skip ahead. <laughs> I always see the look on your face when I speculate on a possible future family member yeah. of the comedy dynasty. Yeah. I just see you just go, well, there's one yeah, off the list. Exactly. Yeah. There's no element of surprise. I can't just walk in the next week and say whatever you said the week before, <laughs> especially if that person hasn't subscribed. Yes, good. Keeping it on brand. Mm. Uh, so, as we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, the Patreon continues to kick along. Thank you to everyone who subscribes to this show. We really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who gets behind us. Like, you know what another nice thing is to do is to follow us on the social media so it bumps our numbers up and it looks more impressive for potential advertisers, st- stuff like that. So, we're on the Facebooks, we're on the Twitters, we're on the Instagrams, we're on everything that's fucking real cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, get on that. Also... We, you know, we've put this bit up the back of the show to make sure we don't scare off new listeners. So I if you love, love the show, putting it up the back. Oh, uh, so uh, if you want to handball it on to a friend of yours, very much feel free to do that. Yes. Say, listen to these guys. They used to talk shit for half an hour and then it got to the good bit. Well, guess what? Now you can say they have a good bit and then they talk shit for half an hour. Mm, all these people complaining going, it makes it so hard for me to get my friends into. It's like, we need to see a bump in the numbers yeah. for this to be worthwhile doing this at the end. Yeah. Otherwise, guess what? It's going back at the fucking start to teach you all a lesson. It's We're, we're getting rid of the middle bit and yeah. we're only yes. doing the names and we're just, we're not even, we're still doing five. We're just repeating them over and over. I will say the, the uh, responses to things on social Social media have shown me that a lot of people are still sticking around for this. Yep. This bullshit. I, man, it's my theory. No matter what we talk about, no matter how funny the episode, mm. no one ever talks about it. It's it's when we do someone's name and we go, Scarecrow, oh, 
I had a scarecrow once, and yeah. then fucking all we hear about is people going, no, oh, I met a scarecrow. Yeah, mispronounce a word. You never hear the fucking end of it. Yep. Uh, do a great bit about, you know, a pool being named after Harold Hull yeah. in the episode itself. No one gives a fuck. Oh, was that, was that one of yours? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I came up with that. That's a funny bit. <laughs> um, I made Harold Holt disappear so that I could do that, and then I, I, I personally funded the pool just so I could do stand-up about it. Really? Yeah. Well, I've, I've recently named a new pool the Tommy Daslow pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as part one of a plan of, oh, I won't tell you the rest, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we need to get into uh, this list, this uh, however many we're going to do what we What we do now is we thank people that um, subscribe to the Patreon, that get their bonus little stuff, they get their uh, magazine, they get their bonus episodes, all that sort of stuff. So we are saying thank you individually to a randomly generated number of people. Oh, um, we're, we're back to using the random number generator. Yeah, right. yeah. We were I, kind of going with our gut for a little while. but I, I felt like the last couple of weeks, you know, it's just been all over the place. Yeah. And it's not consistent. I feel like the number generator at least is a little bit more consistent You're right, somehow. I've been feeling that too. Like coming in here, like it's just, you never know how many you're going to be doing. I mean, there was it one It kind week, of throws me off. There was one week where we did 2,000, wasn't there? I th- uh, that sounds... Uh, and I then, mean, that sounds true. And then one week when we did, like, one, and I was like, this, this is, there's no consistency here. Yeah, so, it's all over the shop. So I like the number generator a lot more. Um, so, all right, all right, let's hit the button. Here we go. And uh, hang on. It, it takes quite a while. See, it so. takes quite a while to yeah. just randomly ke- just put a number up on the well, screen. Well, there's a lot of numbers. <laughs> there's a lot of numbers out there. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many numbers you know about. Is it done yet? No, no, it's still going. It's still going. It's still going. Oh, my God. You, you know what? It's kind of a little bit of an inefficient way we've, of doing things. We've got to use some of this Patreon money to get a new number generator yeah, yeah, yeah. that goes a bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, well, just hang on one sec. It's like 20% done I already. I think the random number generator 8 has just come out. Surely that's <laughs> going to be an improvement over this. It's like a 4S that you're using. Yeah, well, you know, look, don't complain. I mean, I, I, I mean, it would probably... Whatever the new one comes out, it'll probably halve this time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, by now, it'd be nearly half done. What percentage are we on now? We're on 31%. <laughs> 31%? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, hey, you're, just, you're just lucky the, the, the random number generator didn't have to generate the number of percentage it was done by. And there's no way of you speeding this up. I'm no, afraid not. No way of you getting to this I, any quicker whatsoever. I mean, I, it'd be done by now. If I knew how to do it, it would be done by now. So, it's. I mean, I can just... Random. I, I can just keep reading the percentages off. Please, I wish you would. Right. What are uh, we on now? Uh, oh, fuck it. It's actually gone back to 29. <laughs> it's gone back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it gone back? Uh, you know what it's like when you're downloading something and, you know, all of a sudden it goes from five hours to three hours to six oh, hours. It's, my God. Yeah, that maybe it just remembered about some new numbers. It, maybe okay. that was it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not much of a tech buff. I don't really know. I don't read Gizmodo, so I don't know how these things work. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. No, so we, we're not too far away. We're not too far away. We're, we're up to... Uh, we're up to 45% now. 45%? So, yeah, 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 Oh, my yeah. God. So, we're nearly halfway there. So, that's pretty good. Oh, my God. It's Is not it, going to go back again? It's... Pff, I'm not fucking Bill Gates, mate. All right? This is... This is it's humming along. It's, it's, man, it's fucking 48% now. It's great. 48%. That's, yeah, that's yeah. quicker than it's been going so it's, far. Do you think it is nearly generated... Half of the known numbers in the universe. Well, it doesn't need to generate all of them. It just needs to generate one. It doesn't need to generate. We don't. We didn't. What did you put in? What did you ask it to do? Pick a number. <laughs> so it's got. It's 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 obviously it's it's taking us. We time. both have a gig to get to. There's no way of speeding it up at this point. Okay. Look. I look. To be honest, there is this button that says go faster. So I'm Why haven't you pushed that? <laughs> I didn't know you were in such a rush. I've, all I've been saying so far, <laughs> what percentage is it on so far? All right, well, hang on, I'll hit the button. 
Oh, it's done. All right, cool. Oh, it's done it. Yeah, it's come, it's come up with... So, the, hang on. It wasn't go faster. It was finish immediately. <laughs> well, it, well, it definitely is faster. It's faster than what hey, it was. I can't fault that. We took a while before, but then that went faster. All right. It so didn't well, go slower. I feel like it took it that long to come up. This number's going to be huge. Like, why? There'd be... If it was, you know, working it out for that long, it's not going to be like some small number. Okay, it's going to well, be massive. We're going to be here forever. Who knows? What number is it? I mean, small numbers are, are numbers still. So, you've, you've, you've got a chance. You've always got a chance of a small number. Pull the sheet off and tell me what number it's Hang come on, up what with. what sheet? <laughs> off me or off the Off the generator? machine. Oh, okay, Because right. you've covered it up so I can't see it. Right, so right, it's a right, surprise. Right. It's one of those old school yes, machines yes. where you have to have a sheet over it. It's like the first computer. It takes up the whole room that we're currently in. Right, right. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a bird in a cage when you want it to go to sleep. <laughs> yes. it's, got a, it's got a sheet over it. Yes. Or a, or a racist person in America. All right. I've pulled the sheet off. It says, if I am pronouncing this correctly, it says five. Okay. Yep. Yeah, cool. That's... Yep. I mean, look, this took ages, but I have to say worth it because there's no way that I ever would have come up with mm. that as a number. Well, and I dare say that. you're in the same boat. That's a very, um, you know, you've got to hand it to the computers. Mm. They come up with some crazy ideas. You do. You've got to <laughs> hand it to the computers. <laughs> All right, let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's do five. Let's go. Well, let's, let's, let's figure out which one we should read first. Should I put it in the random name generator? Should I do? Uh, so do we have time for that? I have a question. Yes. <laughs> May I ask this question? Go for it. Does the random name generator take as long as the random number generator or is it in some way quicker? It is made by the same people, so I can't say... I don't have a definitive answer. Because I'm not interested unless it's going to take longer, I've got to be honest. Right, right. Should I hit the the go faster button straight away? Yes, All right, bang. We've got one. All right, straight away. Great. Uh, That didn't take too long, did it? If you have a be less fucked button, I'd love to push (laughs) that at some stage. (laughs) No, there's only a be fucked be fucked a quicker button if you want me to hit that and one. where's that located? <laughs> if you want to press it. Uh, anyway, number one. Number one. Thank you to Patreon subscriber, Jessica McCoy. Jessica McCoy. The real McCoy. Yes. <laughs> the real. We're getting the real bunts from the real McCoy. Yeah. Oh, good on it. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and, you know, it's totally been worth it to the go, long wait. go long through all wait. of that to get that long name. wait for her to get that. Yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, and, and that's, the, that's the random name generator. Thank the random name gem, generator for that, Jessica So McCoy. wait, it made up that name or you've just put all the Patreon names into it and it just spits one All the millions of people All the millions of people go in yeah, there. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've come up with Je- Jessica McCoy. So she's um, obviously something about her that the machine is, is like because um, I think the, the machine, uh, I have programmed it to get the, the better Patreon names mm-hmm. out of there, the ones that we could do more with. I've, I've, I've put those calculations. Wow, in. this is just like Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Spoilers. You're, you're a replicant of a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber Helena Dominish. Dominish. Yeah. I like that. Well, like, she... So it's not quite do- – it's like – it's like you start to say Dominic and then you have a stroke at the end. Mm, it's um, Well, she hasn't diminished the uh, amount nice. of money that we're getting. In fact, she has done nothing but add to it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's done the opposite of what it, the opposite word of diminish, whatever that means, whatever that is. Now, that's the thing. This, this is the thing this we'll hear about. This is the about. thing that we'll hear about. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of things we hear about, I made an offhanded comment that I was going to use some Patreon money to try these new gravy mashies that they have at KFC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And wouldn't you know it, I haven't heard the fucking end of it on <laughs> yeah. social media since. So what's the answer? So I did my duty. I went in the other day. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Out of 10? Um, I'm going to give them an 8. They're Ooh. not as fucked as you'd think they'd be. Well, because I, whether this is good or bad will depend on your personal taste, but there's barely any gravy in the centre. Right. It's a classic case of the billboards make it look like 
you know, you take a bite and then gravy is just going to fucking come oozing out. Yeah. There's barely any – it's more just kind of like the flavour of gravy is kind of, you know, imbued within the mashed potato in there. Right. So is there – is it actually liquid? Is it – you know, it doesn't, no, doesn't squeeze out at all? Nothing. Yeah, that's what I was worried about, right. that I was going to be sitting on the tr- – because I, I did it – I did it in the best way possible. I got them and then I ate them on public transport. Right. Just to go for the full experience. That's a great test. Mm. Right. Five in the afternoon, bit peckish, didn't want to ruin dinner, just wanted a little snack. Eight out of ten. Got a small thing of them. I think it was like two ninety five or something. It's I reckon, stuff. I reckon they've got as good an ad on this episode as the old fucking Dollar Shave Club have got. <laughs> <laughs> I hope KFC had given us some Yeah, coin. potentially better because I haven't called into question any part of their business model. <laughs> it's the old Mashy Club. But uh, yeah, I just needed to put that to bed because I, I have not heard the end of it since bringing it up. Right, well... That's dedicated to Helena. Helena, mm. diminish. Uh, you have diminished Tommy's appetite yes. by filling him full of little little mashies. And expanded my little waistline, mm. little tum-tum. Thanks, Helena. Thanks, Helena. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber. Uh, I've, seen this, I've seen this name around. Thank you to Mick Newman. Mick Newman. Yeah, which is a bit like uh, – sounds a little bit like the, the, the Scottish enemy of Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, Newman. Ah, uh, uh, McNewman. Like, sounds, sounds identical. McNewman. Get it? <laughs> McNewman. Oh, nice. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same surname as um, a long-running uh, occasional live tech of the show. Yeah. Marcus Newman. Yeah, as so in this is McNewman's done it again. Numo's done it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but his name is spelt more akin to Alfred E. Newman. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've even seen one of them in the wild, like a, a Newman spelt like that. I think mm. that's how you spell it, isn't it? Because he spells it N-E-U-M-A-N-N. I think that's how Alfred and Newman spell it. How Alfred spells it. Um, I might be wrong. Yeah, maybe you Actually, are. this is the thing that's going to come up. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Hang on. Alfred. Uh, Mick Newman. I believe now. You know there's these subscribers that you see the name of and you go, I know this from somewhere. I reckon this guy, this, this guy's been to live shows. Oh, I'm really? I'm pretty sure I, I recognise this guy. You'll be happy to know you're right. It's N E U. Oh, right. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. So I guess this guy's looking at us with that cheeky grin and going, what, me subscribe on Patreon? <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks, McNewman. Thanks, McNewman. Uh, thank you to Patreon subscriber, Katie Jenkins. Katie Jenkins. Katie, not Catherine, not Kate. Katie. Katie Jenkins. Jenkins is one of the, like, kind of, you know, like, like it's, kind of, it's kind of like a default go-to filler name. Do you know what I mean? Like, it? it feels like any time there's like a sketch set in an office, it's always someone going, Jenkins, get me this. Oh, right, you know right, what right, I mean? Right, it's right. such a like a feel. It's like how we, we've talked on the show before about how stand-ups always love to go, when they do an act out, it's like, oh, Barry, what are you doing yeah, over yeah, there? It's yeah. like, when have you ever met anyone called Barry? Yeah, that's an Australian comedy Australian thing. comedy thing. Well, I think Jenkins is kind of like the American office worker equivalent. To me, Jenkins is someone I played soccer with once and thought he was a real arsehole. So I nice. can't help but see that and go, eh. It's a shame, yeah. isn't it, when that stuff that yeah. stuff's always going to affect you. You can't. That name's been ruined for me. Yeah. What does this do? Anything to alleviate that? This oh, person yeah. giving you money? I guess it does. And and to put Katie at the start of it, you know, I'm pr- I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this wasn't the same person that I played soccer with. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure Katie's not that person. Um. So I think you know maybe maybe she's she's fixed it for me. Mm, cool. Maybe this this is a I, I, I've been healing, uh, and she's really she's really built a bridge and, and maybe get over the my my fear. Of the surname Jenkins. So, well, good so, on you. Same surname as Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight, a fantastic film. Really? Yeah. Is there people called Barry in America? Yeah, Barry oh, Jenkins. Wow. Oh, yeah, I heard about that three seconds ago. <laughs> um, thanks, Katie. You acted like you hadn't heard it. <laughs> thanks, Katie. Thanks, Katie Jenkins. Um, Jenkins would be a good name for a cat. Jenkins? Mm. Yeah, it's not bad. Jenkins. Yeah. 
You should uh, change your cat's name to Jenkins. I got a cat now. I know. That's why I said you should change your cat's name. Oh, that's what that meant. <laughs> oh, man. It's Boy, the chemistry is just <laughs> electric this afternoon, isn't it? It's been waking me up all night, the cat. Really? Oh, I don't want to be one of those cat people. And, and there's, a, there's a few of them in the podcast world, so I'm not going to be one of those people. Did we, did we... Have we said this on the show yet that there may have to be a new mandate of no recording at your house anymore because I'm oh, allergic to your cat? Right. We did something around there the other day and right. I, had to, I had to go outside for a bit. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. Mm. Well. It's me or the cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, it's a, it's a lovely cat. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Is her yeah, name? Sure. I'm not doing this on purpose. Her name is Crunchy mm-hmm. and she's a, she's a good looking cat. She's a good looking cat? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. Do you, you think she's hot? I, I think cat hot, yeah. I, you know what? I can. I, I won't say I think the cat's hot, mm. but I will say this. Yes. I think the cat thinks that I'm hot. Really? Yes. And what are you basing that on? Because you found some little drawings that it had done. <laughs> I saw a cat jacking off to me. No, the cat flicking its little cat bead. The cat. And every time I have a shower. It comes in and watches. Oh, yeah! It watches me in the shower every single time. And can you trace its eye line? Like, if this was a cartoon, <laughs> would you see, like, a little dashed dash line heading straight towards the penis? I have said a few times, crunchy, my eyes are up here. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So, anyway. And, what, and so... Little, literally a peeping Tom. So, and, and forgive me for, you know, bringing up this imagery. Yep. But it's not... Is your girlfriend? Is your wife receiving the same treatment? Is it going um, to go and have a quick peek at her? I will have to ask. Right. I, we need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, Crunchy's getting to the bottom of it. When I, whenever I turn around in the shower. Oh, nice. Yeah. Except that sweet little hiney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So little, little peeping tom, little fucking pervert cat. Is well, what that's. I've got. I mean, that's. That's what the sample test is. If it hasn't been going to check out your wife, yeah. then we know for sure. Right. I mean, then, but then if it has, maybe this is some kind of bisexual cat you got on your hands, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, that'll be an easy question. Maybe the cat wants to cuck you. <laughs> go home tonight. Honey, I'm home. Has the cat ever had a fucking good look at your asshole? <laughs> it's cute. It's cute how you announce yourself with the traditional 15 sitcom standard of honey, I'm home. So you walk in, you take your little hat off, yep. you put it straight on the hat rack, yep. briefcase goes down. Take the handkerchief out of my top pocket <laughs> and then say, hey, has the cat ever looked at your fucking arsehole in the shower? Just like, just like here's Lucy or uh, Bewitched. Well, thanks Top Cat yeah. or whoever this was that wrote in that led to this. Yeah. Jenkins. Katie, Jenkins. Katie Jenkins. Katie Jenkins the cat. Um, thanks, Katie. Uh, now, one, one more, one mm-hmm. more, as dictated by the random name generator. Uh, okay. Yep. Um, right, we can do this one. Yep. Oh, well, this, oh, I can see the connection. Right, right, right. This is sort of slightly connected, mm-hmm. if you can believe this, to uh, some previous subscribers uh, that we've had. I uh, believe they may be related in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you know, I said before, Mick Newman, I recognise the name. Mm-hmm. I recognise the surname here as well. Okay. So I'm not I've sure where from. I've got a bad memory. I might not remember this. I'm so. not sure where from. Maybe from a live show. Maybe I got chatting to them after a live show. Uh-huh. Maybe they've texted me or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, you have a lot of ways of communicating with the listeners. So one of those ones. Um, maybe the, is the last name like Aragones and you remember them from reading Mad Magazine? No, no, no. This, this is not a Mad Magazine artist or, okay. or writer, I believe. Oh, okay. Right. right yeah. Right, right. Uh, well, I'd, I'd be surprised. But, you know, look, we'll get letters about this as well. But... <laughs> Because we don't read it anymore, so who knows? Maybe they're a current contributor. Mm, mm. Right. Thank you to Patreon subscriber 
Pope Comedy the Second. Pope Comedy the Second. Mm. Uh, so, well, I mean, you've heard of like other popes. Yeah. So that's the bit that's familiar. The Pope uh, bit? The second. I've just heard that number before. Oh, number two. I like, you've seen... I like, saw it on the random number generator before when it was, yeah. like, whizzing along. I saw number two. And I... That's probably it. I remember it from when I saw Gremlins 2. Right. That's the one time I've ever Same seen number. the number Gremlins Same uh, number. 2. Same yeah. number. Coincidence? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, and Pope Comedy the second. And, of course, uh, that is... That's not from the Vatican. Um, that's not from Italy. That is from... Uh, uh, oh, I'm just going through my research. That, that is connected to King Comedy. Uh, King Comedy uh, from the uh, the country of the small island in the West Indies of mm-hmm. Comedia. Of Comedia, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that he, I believe he's the, the Pope of, of that country. Ah, uh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, right. of that island. Uh, Pope Comedy. Does he ever go on like Comedy Roadshow and they just like, they take the, cop, they take the Pope Mobile out there just so that, you know, no one can take him out while he's doing these regional gigs? Well, I don't know how often he travels because he's, he, what I'm reading here is it's like, the, it's like Vatican City. He's got his own little city on, on comedy mm-hmm. called Comedy City. Uh-huh, right, yeah, yeah. okay. So he, he pretty much lives in there. And so I'm not Boy, sure. whoever named that city did not spend too long on the name whatsoever. <laughs> really phoned that one in. <laughs> the town planners should be ashamed of themselves well, at the disgraceful lack of effort that's gone into they're that. They're obviously not using the random name generator like I, like I use. You get a lot of creativity within there. They're not using much at all by the sounds of it. <laughs> Yeah, they sh- they, they certainly are. They, they sound like Those a real. People. They sound like a real cunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, this is this is pretty uh, amazing. I wonder if uh, yeah, no, this is this is this is cool having a pope, any well, kind of pope. It's it's nice to you know someone deep that far into religion is you know giving back uh, because you hear a lot of people complaining that all the money goes to them and they're, they're giving back to their favorite podcast. Oh, look, I hope I certainly hope there's no sort of like you know this pope isn't involved in any kind of you know untoward cover ups like uh, like many other you know like another like other popes certain clergy around the world you right. know you know there's that's been in the news a bit lately well look i don't, you know you you you've spent a long time bashing our new sponsors <laughs> now you're going to bash now you're going to bash it look i'm willing to overlook whatever pope comedy the second has done really yes you're on record as saying whatever he's done you're fine with i am calling this hush money okay all right all right i'm even if this guy keeps correspondence up and says all the rotten things he's done, I'm willing to overlook it. Wow, this goes all the way to slightly above the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pope Comedy. Thanks, Pope Comedy. The second, of course. Sorry, I didn't mean your dad. I don't know what your dad's up to. Pope Comedy the second. Well, if you've committed any uh, heinous atrocities for decades and decades and, and covered them up, uh, hey, you we'll wanna, gladly if, accept if, your hush money through Patreon. If you want a rug to sweep them under, we, yes. we've got it. If you need to launder some money, get onto our Patreon uh, Patreon. Hang on, that gives me an idea. Uh, um, <laughs> littledumdumclub.com is where you can find that. And thank you once again, as always, to everyone that contributes. Uh, whatever amount it is, uh, we really appreciate it and it helps keep the show running. And uh, it's just great that people like the show enough to want to submit uh, some of their, uh, their their earnings to it. Exactly, exactly. Um, thank you very much for keeping keeping it afloat in here. Um, we really appreciate the fact that, uh, that, that you would like to put that in and that you enjoy the bonus stuff that we send out to you as well. It's yes. always nice to hear feedback because we spend uh, too long doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you like the magazine, if you like the, the bonus potty, always hit us up on, on the socials or send us an email or whatever because we love to hear feedback. Yes. Except if it's negative, of which <laughs> yes. I personally get very angry. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, no, I've had it. I've yep. had it. And I think it's been a lot better lately. Yeah. Since we started calling this behaviour out. Yeah. 
I think it's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, but thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for supporting the show. Come see us at a live show. Come buy a T-shirt. LittleDumDumClub.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. See, see you, mate. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you.